This content contains podcast. This adult. This, this adult contains, contains podcast content. content. <laughs> adult content, be advised. Enjoy the episode. Auntie Mabel hits a pedestrian and gets her license revoked. <laughs> Auntie Mabel won't take a vaccine. <laughs> Mabel didn't see the speed camera. Auntie Mabel is a free thinker, <laughs> debating in the free marketplace of ideas. Good evening. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Good. Do you want to look at me when I'm talking to you? Or? No, I'm sending messages. Okay. <laughs> I'm texting other people, mate. She's back. She's uh, back. Hi. Hi. What do you? What are we? What are we doing today? Come outside. Lord. Yeah. I'm. I'm guessing you're not enthusiastic about. Well, no, because the, I wanted to do bamzuki. I know. I I wanted to do bamzuki too. So basically, we're just miserable. Mm-hmm. Well, I put out a Twitter poll. No, an Insta poll. Um, it was Bamzuki or Come Outside, and it was 50-50. So the people want both. We're going to give them both. But the reason we're doing Come Outside today is because I didn't have a lot of time to research this one. And she's, <laughs> listen, she's really silently yawning. That looked so painful. Just yawn. No one minds. It's okay. I wasn't trying to be silent. It's just how I yawn. Meg yawns like a cat. She'll maintain eye contact with you. It's, it's really, it's like bag pussy. It's We're so impressive. We're talking about yawning and making it worse. <laughs> yeah, come outside is like easier to research and I only had an afternoon to do it and it's easier to get more content out of because even though Bamzuki is one of my favourite things on this planet, it's like there's not a lot to talk about it, to be honest. We'll do it, but yeah. don't expect too much. You're ready to do some learning? Well, you know what's so gutting is that we've just had a conversation off mic and it was so funny, but it's, it's nowhere near broadcast quality. <laughs> it's, it, it, <laughs> no. No, you'll never hear it. But believe, believe us, we are funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're silly, if you like. We're silly, if you will. <laughs> We're just two little rapscallions. <laughs> two rascals. <laughs> so, Come Outside was... All right, I will. ...written, directed... I'd love and to leave this room. I'm not responding to that. Okay. It was written, directed and produced by Elizabeth Bennett. No. No, it was. It was. She's not real. No, she is. She's an She's actor and a producer. Real. No, she is, though. I know she is. Do you actually, like, or yes, have you just learned that now? Is, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Is she a real person? Yeah, she's an actor. Did you know this? I didn't know this. I think I knew it. Okay. Because I just read this on Wikipedia and I was like, oh, that's also the name of Elizabeth I think I've seen the name pop up before. Yeah, okay. In, I believe um, you. a book. <laughs> <laughs> there were three series. It ran from 93 to 97 is that all it feels like there was more there was a lot of episodes oh. um and it was the original channel was bbc2 because right, okay. cbb's only started existing from 2002 
down, look all around. Up in the air or on the ground. Come for a walk, come for a ride. There's so much to see, so come outside. Initial thoughts, comments, reactions. Well, my initial thought was disappointment because we're not doing the show I want to do today. We'll get to Bamzuki. And I will make my disappointment known. We'll get to Bamzuki. Don't you worry. In fact, let's let's do that next time. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You happy? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Good, good. We can patronise it. Well, you well, know, you know. I'm trying I'm to, trying to, I'm trying to get you to corroborate, corroborate, cooperate, corroborate, and corroborate. If only you were a rapper. You just, <laughs> you just start talking about this show. Right, okay. Thank you. Do you even have anything to say about this show? Dog. Dog. <laughs> Dog. I actually have a memory of come outside but i don't know if it was a an a memory that i invented or if it actually like if it tell me the one where the water gets turned off yes that's yeah. yes yes <laughs> that happened yeah 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 and then she visits thames waters thames yeah and she's yeah. got like she's got like one for a cup of tea and yes! don't forget one to flush the toilet with. i remember that <laughs> Oh my god, I'd forgotten that was that. Yeah. Yeah. I invented a memory. She's like, and now let's go see a sewage treatment works <laughs> yeah. to the Thames water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what kids want. Yeah, I was like absolutely fascinated by this <laughs> that's shit. The thing is that it isn't what kids want, but it's the only thing I remember. But about. it's what they need. I think it must have just <laughs> held a memory because I was watching it like, what? One thing I absolutely love about Come Outside is that in the list of episodes, there is one called Sewage and one called Geese. <laughs> Useful holes. Useful holes, bricks, geese. Well, I invented what? a memory that actually isn't um, something that happened. Okay. And yet it is the one thing that really, really stuck with me about that show. Okay. And it wasn't even fucking true. And I learned this today. And genuinely, like, you know, you have, like, memories that they're just quite present in the forefront of your mind, like, yeah. all the time. That was this for me. And today, it's like a part of my life ended. Okay. So at the end of the Bricks episode, where you learned how bricks were made. Yeah. I, this, this was for kids who might have wanted to go into more, like... Bricklaying. Yeah, vocational. Like, vocational yeah, subjects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, a guy from the Brick Factory... This is in my in my memory. <laughs> Knocks on the door of Auntie Mabel's cottage, and she opens up, and he goes, "Oi, oi! Do you want some bricks?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Hello, Auntie Mabel. Would you like a brick?" <laughs> and just presents her with a brick. And I swear, I swear to God, that happened. And I rewatched the brick episode today for research, and that's the episode I'll be hanging the structure of this episode on because they're all more or less the same and it yeah. just feels easiest to like stick with one. Um I'm trying something out. I'm trying out a new, you know. Um and I rewatched it and it didn't happen. He he knocked on the door and he said, Hello Auntie Mabel, we've got some bricks for you. Like she'd ordered them. Yeah. 
And it wasn't that, that's like a door to door salesman, but for bricks. Yeah, and it's not the same thing as hello, Auntie Mabel. Would you like a brick? It's not the same. <laughs> Would you like to buy this set of knives? <laughs> if you order now, we'll also throw in a set of steak knives. <laughs> Meg, I can't. I don't. I'm, I don't want to be dramatic. It's this has hurt me. I'm what because our line was slightly different from what I you. I feel remembered. like a part of me has been cored out like an apple. It's not. It didn't happen. Is that why you've had a hole running through you all day? Yeah, it's just so I can't. Oh, okay. It's going to take me a few days to actually get over this. Okay. It's a whole part of my brain. It feels like I've been lobotomised. Well, it's a good job I'm going into the office tomorrow and I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't have to deal with that. For the benefit of anyone... I'm going to go again. Why are you doing Because I didn't need you to talk in this bit. like a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a light, nice little treat for everyone that I'll probably keep in. It's banana huel. Ooh. <laughs> is that like a dessert huel or a savoury huel or I think the savoury huels have got bits in them. Like uh, I think they're actually like dried pasta that you add. Oh yeah, like it, it, a the... minestrone. Minis no, like like astronaut food. Oh. <laughs> Dehydrated yeah, food. Yeah, I think that's right. what it is. Okay. It sounds um uh f- fucking horrible. Yeah, gross. It is the main reason I'm not an astronaut. Yeah. Because you'd be a great astronaut if it weren't for that. They may have to turn the water off for a while, so I'd better save some just in case. I'll need water for my cup of tea, and water for cooking my supper in tonight. I'll need water to wash in. Water for the loo? <laughs> what a lot I need. I'd never really thought before how much I use in a day. Jolly lucky to have it coming out of the tap like this. Have you ever wondered where water comes from? Well, come outside and I'll show you. Pippin, it's time to fly. This is, I mean, if you haven't seen Come Outside, uh, presumably you grew up in a different country or something, or your parents didn't allow a TV in the house. Like, maybe you were a hippie family. I don't know. But I'm just going to, like, quickly breeze through what happened in a typical episode. So, Auntie Mabel, she starts off in her house. She comments on something she's doing. So, like, maybe she's knitting a jumper. Or laying some bricks. Or or laying some bricks. And she'll be like, oh, I'm out of wool. Let's go to the wool factory to see how wool is made. That's when you watch all the sheep getting slaughtered as a four-year-old. How do you think wool's made? You it's chop- not made from the innards. You chop the sheep up. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, bricks. She's either like laying bricks. She'll go to the brick factory. That's the one I watched today. Um, so she'll get in her plane and she will take you to wherever the thing is made now or wherever the food is grown or like whatever the topic is we're all a bit more carbon aware aren't we yes she's got her own she never said oh 
I need to refuel my plane. She Let's never said that. Let's find out where <laughs> where fuel comes where fuel from. <laughs> comes from and how much it costs the planet. Yeah, maybe if it was made today. Well, everyone who appeared in it is now dead. So even the dog, both dogs. So you get the idea. Like she goes to wherever she brum brums yeah, around. She brum brums around yeah. in a little plane. Sometimes, if the topic of the episode is marmalade, like in the episode marmalade, she'll fly to Seville and show oranges being grown. But that doesn't happen very often. Usually, yeah, it's somewhere there's nowhere in nowhere closer that grows fucking oranges. Yeah, but usually <laughs> it's just like an animal sanctuary. If the epi- if the episode theme is badgers or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, once she gets in her aeroplane, you're treated to some lovely shots of a body double who is a pilot. Um, you've got a. Oh, yeah, because isn't the bits where she goes to Spain is a body double in Spain and then she's on a green screen? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I can't believe you know that. I think I saw it on Twitter like the other oh, day. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a topical trending uh, episode that we're making. That's yes, what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not happy about it still, though. Okay. <laughs> Pretend for the kids. Okay. I'm so happy to be here. And when she's flying... I love you, Elsie. I love you too. When she's flying, you get like a repeat of the um, the theme song and it's like a lovely, beautiful instrumental. It's a really nice theme song. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah, it's it's nice. very pretty. Um, and then when once you're at the place, you've got like her narrating like how it's made porn basically like you know there's viral videos of like insider factories it's like deeply 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 satisfying and um really calming and i could watch it today and still honestly be pretty interested by what's happening i'd have it on as like background noise it's just really chill yeah it looks like a toy from up here doesn't it There's the factory. And that's where we're going. Because this is where they use the clay to make bricks. First of all, the clay is crushed into small pieces by two giant wheels. It travels on through some more crushers and then it's mixed with water. This makes the clay soft. Now it's ready to use. They roll the clay in some sand and sawdust so it isn't too sticky. Then it's put in a brick-shaped box called a mould. A strip of wire scrapes off the top. They're tipped out of their moulds and there are the bricks. But they're not finished yet. Then they will shoehorn in like like a whisper of a storyline. Like, for example... Auntie Mabel loses a ring and Pippin finds it by the end of the episode. Right. But there are two uh, storylines that I'm going to talk about later 
that are actually d- don't belong there and are really like dark and uh, and just weird and tonally wrong. <laughs> um, the the brick episode I'm talking about has one of those where okay. it's just like, oh my god, is Pippin dead? Like it's it's bizarre. There will also be either a song somewhere in the episode, either at the beginning, middle, or end, like literally anywhere. It's yeah. not built into the show in like any sort of meaningful way. Other than it is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it'll be a song or it'll be a story and it's accompanied by an animation. And it's no particular animation style. Like it's all made by different companies. Um sometimes they're like very basic, like still images. Sometimes they're like really nice stop motion. It depends like they're all different. They're all there's no like actual look to the show. The yeah. look of the show is the English countryside no, not even that, just like an airfield, mm-hmm. a spotty private plane and a dog. And it's a half uh, terrier, half... I don't know what it is. Oh, half collie, half border collie and half something terrier. Before we talk about the cast or any of the episodes in detail, what I really want to talk about is the plane. This little spotty... The little spotty plane. She's kind of an icon. Do you think it's on flight flight radar? Uh, no, I don't think it's on is flight that radar. She's dead? Yeah, and she was never um, the pilot the plane of it is anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so the the plane is a Slingsby T sixty seven Firefly. Okay. That, does that mean anything to you? Plane. Yeah, it means nothing to me either. Um, it was manufactured by Slingsby Aviation, who are a Yorkshire based company. So our neck of the woods. You know Kirby Moorside. Mm-hmm. That's yes. that's where it's from. That's where that plane's from. Oh. They've got an airfield. Have you ever been to Kirby Moor? No. No. Okay. <laughs> so The North produces things too. Yeah. This is um, a quote from Wikipedia. It has been used as a trainer aircraft by several armed forces as well as civilian operators. Blah, 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 blah. The aircraft became controversial in the United States after three fatal accidents during... Three fatal. Dewing. The aircraft. <laughs> the aircraft Dewing. became controversial in the United States after three fatal accidents during U.S. Air Force <laughs> training operations. The Firefly has poor spin recovery and has been involved in at least thirty-six fatal accidents. <laughs> And you can buy yeah. one today for about 30,000 quid. <laughs> Worth it. 36, at least 36 fatal accidents, so at least 36 people are dead because of it. Yeah. <laughs> Three in the US. Um, also, Prince Harry used to fly one. So they do produce things in Yorkshire, but not fucking very well. Not good. <laughs> not good. There, it's very got, bad. It's got poor spin recovery. I don't know what that means. Um, can't recover from spin well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's of interest to anyone that Prince Harry used to fly one. No, I didn't think so. Do you think he's got poor spin recovery? I don't know. I didn't know he could fly a plane. That's quite... You didn't know he... Really? Why would I know that? Because famously he was in the military. Yeah. And... Not everyone in the military. He wasn't even in the, in the RAF. He was in the... The RAF! He was in the army. Yeah, but wasn't his thing in the army that he was a pilot? I don't know. No, I don't either. When I don't he was know in what the I'm army, talking about. I was a kid. 
And I didn't yeah. give a shit. I still don't give a shit. I don't know why I'm arguing with you. <laughs> so we know that at least two gingers have flown that model of plane. She ginger? Yeah, she is. Should we talk about her? Can they? Yeah. I've not got a lot about... So it's Linda Barron, yes. who's the actress. Um, she died last year. Yes, I know she in, did. In March. Yeah. She was 82, and the other role that she was most well-known for was Open All Hours, which is a yes, sitcom I have was. never seen. Look, get a soak in the bath tonight, love. You'll be all Don't right. Don't stroke him. I hope you haven't come over here to, to demol him about. I've come for me loaf and tea cakes. He's all right. You look a bit flushed, though. You should be careful at your age. <laughs> You've been going through the change, haven't you? <laughs> In the till, I mean. Oh. <laughs> no, it, uh, to be honest, you know, it's the top of my leg, to be honest. I, we, I wish you'd have a look at the top of my leg. I'll do no such thing. Well, I'll tell you what, then I'll have a look at yours, then. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good. I absolutely... When I was a child, I was obsessed with it. I really loved it. Listen to it. <laughs> I really, really loved it when I was a kid. Every so often, by which I mean twice in my life, Meg has come out with a really old sitcom that she used to love and still loves. The first one was Ever Decreasing Circles with Richard Briar. Is it Richard Briar or Richard Briars? Briars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Joe it's Wicks Bryars. all over again. <laughs> I think it's Briars. I loved I loved it because yeah, I know. my mum had the box set. Of um, Open All Hours no, or Ever Decreasing Circles. Circles. And an excellent sitcom. An excellent sitcom. But weird for a teenage girl to be obsessed Wasn't with in the teenage. year. Of, uh, what were you like? I was a kid. Okay. And I, yeah, she had it. And my my mum, like, she, she, she binge watches things. So yeah. when she starts watching something, and she's always been like this, she like watches it beginning to end. And generally that puts me off it. Like, mm. seeing it on the TV all the fucking time makes me not want to watch you it. You went through an unfortunate phase of not wanting to ever see Buffy ever again. Yeah, because she just watches it all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I really loved Ever, ever Decreasing Circles to the point where I would watch it of my own volition. I don't think we ever had the box set of Open All Hours, but I remember it used to get played on, like, BBC Two. Yeah, probably. In the evening, I think. And did they repeat it as well? Like, yeah, fair, yeah, did they yeah, reboot it? Repeat. Is it one of those that they rebooted? I think they did bring it back for a I don't little think bit. I ever watched the reboot, and I haven't watched it in years, so I couldn't actually tell you much about it. But I remember <laughs> loving it as a child. Because the thing about ever decreasing circles is that it's aged quite immaculately. It has, and my dad hates both. Ever decreasing circles oh. and the good life. Is it good life? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the other Richard Briars yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Because he doesn't like Richard. I don't know if he doesn't like Richard Briars or he doesn't like the Richard Briars characters in either okay. of those shows. My parents adore both of those shows. Well, let's be honest. In Ever Decreasing Circles, this, this is suddenly a podcast about Ever Decreasing Circles. Yeah, why not? The Richard Briars character is a dick. Insufferable. A in real but, life, you'd hate him. In the good life, lovely man, lovely man, really lovely man. Just ADHD, isn't it? Actually, my <laughs> my uh, parents threw a New Year's Eve party about fifteen years ago, um, and they called it the Margot and Jerry party. 
because Aww. it was um your parents are a bit like margot and jerry though aren't they that's um i think quite rude but no, i'll, I'll move they on are a bit like howard and hilda, <laughs> yeah they're like howard and hilda um i like imagine your mum and dad wandering around the house like wearing matching jumpers it's happened by accident. Like, in my head, they go everywhere together. It's like, happened by accident. They found themselves out on the street and looked at each other and gone, oh no, we're Howard and Hilda. We need to go home and change. I don't think you should go home and change. <laughs> I think you should own it. Um, because whenever that happens with me and my boyfriend and he turns around and gets changed, mm. I feel deeply offended and unloved. So... <laughs> <laughs> I I think that your parents should just just own it. Except for you and your boyfriend, it's not like jumpers. It's every piece of item, like every item of clothing. It's like eighties windbreakers. I don't have any windbreakers, but we do have the same fleece, like the exact same fleece, yeah, but lots in of, different yeah. colorways. Yeah. Like so, mm-hmm. it's like matching, but like cool in it. Like yeah. So um, <laughs> I think your parents are cool though. If, Thank you. I think your parents are cool. If I could go back in time, I would uh, love to go to the 70s-themed Margot and Jerry New Year's party. I'd like to and, go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, next time your parents have a party, I would love I would love an invite. Well, their house is like the perfect layout yes. for a party. We've had a party yes. there. Um, and they did a Western-themed one for one New Year. Yeah. They did an 80s-themed one and then the 70s-themed one. And they said that the Western one was like one of the best nights of their life. <laughs> Elsie had her 18th birthday party in her house and to this day we are still Mm. finding out and bear in mind Elsie's 24 now so this was six six and a half years ago nearly and to this day we're still finding out things things that that happened happened on that night yeah yeah it's just a good layout for a sometimes somehow it just works i might once i might write a tv show about that party oh careful no real (laughs) names i I won't name anyone the same thing what i will do is just take names from real people and just swap them so like i won't have to come up with any new names just take the names of that is gonna cause some real confusion i know some awful things and some terrible things happen. oh my god i'm just remembering it all now and if any of you are listening, <laughs> they are who who are at that party, I fucking remember. <laughs> All right, I probably don't, but she's going to no, tell because, me because um, I think I may have ended up being the only sober person at that party because yeah. I remember showing up fairly late. Not dr- I brought alcohol and didn't drink it, and ended mm-hmm. up cleaning up quite a lot of alcohol because well that sounds a lot like you anyway yeah but i have a lot of respect for your parents and the last thing that i wanted was for your mum to come home and find dark fruit soaked into her front room carpet you were my guardian angel that night anytime you you were my mum that night and you said to me for months afterwards i'm sorry i was so grumpy at your party and i was like no (laughs) don't don't ever be sorry for cleaning (laughs) i picked like miniature pizzas out of your sink and Mm. toilet i didn't know that see i'm still finding out things that happened (laughs) like there were little tiny like (laughs) i love those little pizzas yeah they're in your downstairs toilet 
So we got pulled a little bit off course there, but we were talking about <laughs> Linda Linda Barron, who was in Open All Hours, as oh, well yes. as Come Outside. Yes. Um, I don't really have that much of a biography for her, to be honest. She just led a, a pretty, you know chilled out existence did a bit of flying did a bit of she didn't do any um, did a bit of living <laughs> across from a shop and then <laughs> last year aged 82 well she did a lot of musical theatre she was like a singer dancer kind of person okay. and in 2007 she there was a stage version of the 70s film in celebration and she was in that with Tim Healy famously the father of Matty Healy. Healy. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do a bit about Matty Healy or No. No. Let's leave <laughs> leave that one alone. I'm a fan of his father's work. Let's just leave it there. What I will say about about Matty Healy is that if you if you feel like torturing yourself for about eight and a half minutes, watch the chicken shop date with him. Because I know the whole point of chicken shop date is like, oh, Amelia de Baldenberg interviews someone in the in the kind of guise of a, a date, and she's a little bit awkward because she's meant to be on this date. Yeah, it's an act and that she's putting on. And he wasn't getting the fact that she's putting an act on, yeah. and just was more awkward than she was. But yeah. it was real. Just managed to make it actually awkward. Yeah, like like she was pretending. She was doing a bit. Like, well <laughs> done, Amelia. Yeah, she. I'm sorry that happened. She just to rode you. it out. She just. Yeah. I found it really painful to watch. I thought it was hilarious because it he was had funny. no idea. Yeah. It's like that whole thing where like men don't realise that women are being funny if women are being dry funny. Yeah. It's like they think that they can't do it, so they take them at face value. Yeah. Like when you're being sarcastic in front of a man, very often, like I've actually found this they'll just believe you yeah. because and, and <laughs> yeah. think that you're an idiot because they can't conceive that you might be joking because women aren't funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Anyway, that's my bit on Matty Healy. That's all I'm willing to say. Okay. So I've got a, a more interesting and varied and fascinating biography for Pippin the Dog. Incre- the bio for the dog is more interesting than the bio for the woman. It's fascinating. Right, okay, go on then. Um... Before I go on, Pippin in the show. Boy or girl? Boy. No. Girl. Girl. And for some reason, this seems to be like a widespread misconception. It's, I mean, until today, I didn't realise that Pippin was a girl. I don't think I had any preconceptions. I simply took a guess there and was wrong. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, pronouns are she and her all throughout the the show but i think a lot of people just think i don't know why that is cats are she's forks are she's and knives are he's spoons are they spoons are they um rhinos are he's and hippos are she's yeah (laughs) (laughs) what else like rhino spiky but like hippo round yeah, exactly. Yeah. And blue is for boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh, blue, gross. I don't know. I'm trying to think of others. So the first dog to play Pippin was actually called Pippin. Right. And she was the third generation descendant of another famous actor dog. And this actor dog was called Higgins. 
Higgins. I need you right now to Google Higgins the dog okay. because I'm not especially a dog person, but like this dog is so cute. Have you found him? Yeah. Look at him. He looks like a puppet. He looks like a puppet. He looks like Ralph the dog. Yeah. <laughs> he is so cute. So he was um, in the film Benji. I know, I know, look at him. I know. I'm going to take him for a walk, unfortunately, he's dead. <laughs> he, and he has been for quite some time. Yeah. So he is most remembered for his role as the original Benji in the film Benji. I don't know that film, but it's like a big American film, I think. Yeah, that's why we don't know it. Yeah, I've I've no idea, but um, he was... Sorry, I'm going to read from the beginning of this article. Um, Higgins was an American dog actor. One of the well-known animal actors during the 60s not, and 70s. Not acting dog. No, not an acting dog. <laughs> a dog actor. actor. And this picture of him, like, you know how on, like, vintage-style birthday cards with, like, pe- like people from yeah. the 50s, he looks like that in this picture. Yes, he it's, does. It's yeah. a weird... It's like a vintage photo of a dog. He yeah. looks great. He looks yeah, great. he does. He's very cute. <laughs> he is. Um, so this, uh, his Wikipedia page, has the section... Early life, career, personal life, <laughs> and death. Um, and in the personal life, controversy. In personal life, it has the two, <laughs> the two subheadings: friends and family. Yeah. It's really, I mean, he was a famous dog, yeah. I guess. So anyway, Pippin was a third generation descendant of. So she's a nepo dog is what I'm getting at. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sitting on that. (laughs) And the dog that took over from Pippin when Pippin got too old to play Pippin was Pippin's grandson. And he was called Mr. Higgins. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a dynasty, really. (laughs) Mr. Higgins. Very, very very well trained. Like, obviously the talent runs in the family. Or it's just like, some very expensive dog handlers because apparently the the person who trained um Higgins the original Higgins um Higgins senior if you will was like a famous Hollywood dog okay. trainer yeah so i want to talk now about specifically those two episodes that were just a bit like out of place in my opinion okay there's a lot to choose from but like these are two episodes that kind of stuck with me for a long time um, because of their weird subplots. Right. And, like, bear in mind, most of these episodes have, like, a paper-thin subplot. But um, in the Brick episode, she goes to, like, the quarry. Great. Yeah. She goes to the quarry um, because she need- cause she's laying bricks at the start. So she's, like, this badass, like, old woman like making her own wall and then she gets in her plane because she needs more bricks i hope she got planning permission for that yeah i hope she got planning permission for that or i'm writing some sort of email come outside to the council headquarters (laughs) (laughs) um yes she gets in her plane goes to the quarry to to buy new bricks and um after she's done teaching us about how bricks are made and then she sings a song about bricks um she loses sight of Pippin and we go on a little adventure with Pippin around the quarry um, sort of watching her 
like look at different things that are happening yeah and each bit is like sort of they're teasing the fact that pippin might get crushed right. so so she's watching like some some sort of heavy material being like dumped into like a pit and you think it's gonna like hit her and then she runs away just in time um then you're watching like a grabber sort of um what, what do you call it like a not a forklift uh like a grabby thing big metal grabby hand coming down yeah one of yeah and when it lifts back up again pippin's gone <laughs> it's like it's like she's been crushed goodbye yeah and auntie mabel it goes back to auntie mabel and she's like pippin where is she I told her to stay by my side. These places are so dangerous. Then why did you bring her? Right? And she goes home without her dog, Um, looks sadly over into the garden where Pippin was making her own toy wall, Um, looks sadly over to the hook where she leaves her lead, looks sadly over to Pippin's bed, and you're like, Right, so she's she's lost her dog. Right. Um it's like, okay, great, what now? Now what, yeah. Now what? Then the guy knocks on the door, Hello Auntie Mabel, would you like a brick? Um, we've also got your dog. So Why didn't he lead with that? Look, I know. I know. <laughs> Hello Auntie Mabel, brick first, dog it's later. Just <laughs> such a strange atmosphere it's like what's happening this is supposed to be like a really chill like semi-educational just you know and then yeah. pippin died come on Pip- pippin where's pippin I told her to stay by my side. Those building sites are such dangerous places. Think about it. The more I think that come outside would be um, such a good format for a show for like you know adult babies. You know, like you know, like obviously, like the listeners of this show. You know, but, you uh, know do explain. <laughs> like you know, you know, people who are you know adjusting to adult life and it's more like you know Auntie Mabel but taxes yeah Auntie Mabel has alcohol poisoning or like (laughs) Auntie Mabel gets a fixed penalty notice (laughs) (laughs) Auntie Mabel contests a parking fine Auntie Mabel at the job (laughs) centre contests a parking fine oh my god (laughs) Auntie Mabel gets her £60 off of a meeting bill. <laughs> Auntie Mabel deals with the cost of living crisis. <laughs> Auntie Mabel has a hangover. <laughs> Auntie Mabel at the work Christmas do. <laughs> I think 
really good. Yeah, it was. We should do this. Yeah, should we write it? They're like you know, like the Ladybird books, but like the grown up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Auntie Mabel votes for Brexit, but still consequences. (laughs) (laughs) But still, like um, the exact same format. So, like, same very calming narration. She still sings a song. (laughs) (laughs) She still reads from a storybook. The dog's there as well. (laughs) Auntie Mabel puts her parents in a nursing (laughs) (laughs) Auntie Mabel deals with a passive-aggressive email from her boss. Auntie Mabel in Universal Credit. (laughs) Auntie Mabel gets Twitter (laughs) cancelled. Deals with the fallout of a badly phrased tweet. Auntie Mabel at the food bank. Oh, that is such. Sorry. No, that is like an incredibly sad image. She's an old lady. She's actually not that old. Income outside. Like, she's what, 60? It's so sad, though. Auntie Mabel tweets a homophobic slur. Auntie Mabel is a turf. No, 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 no. That is not. She isn't. Let me just you you know it's a joke. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Auntie Mabel at the betting shop. <laughs> Auntie Mabel is dependent on painkillers. <laughs> Auntie Mabel's descended to alcoholism. <laughs> Auntie Mabel can't get her printer to work. Auntie Mabel in the male prostitute. <laughs> Auntie Mabel learns how to make her girlfriend squirt. (laughs) (laughs) Auntie Mabel at the immigration office. (laughs) See, these are like real life adult problems. She's crying. I mean, I've never been at the immigration office. (laughs) Auntie Mabel gets catfished. Auntie Mabel hits a pedestrian and gets her license revoked. <laughs> Auntie Mabel won't take a vaccine. <laughs> Auntie Mabel didn't see the speed camera. Auntie Mabel is a free thinker <laughs> debating in the free marketplace of ideas. Auntie Mabel joins QAnon. <laughs> Oh, Auntie so Mabel many. feeds her dog an all-vegan diet and kills it. <laughs> Auntie Mabel has gout. <laughs> Something that my other flatmate said to me about a year ago, and I've been turning it over in my mind ever since, she said, to get gout, you need to be eating wrong your entire life. <laughs> That's I know a, it's not true. No, it's just a funny a, thing to here's say. The thing is that we can let our medical consultant see what she makes of that. When obviously, because we consult her once the episode goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, she sends us an angry email. <laughs> um, yes, saying, it's not true. No, uh, that's not how you get gout. Um, <laughs> what she actually did was she texted me and she said. Um, I just want to let you know that that is, that is how Sorry, you Sorry, listener, uh, we're referring to last episode where we said that Robbie Rotten probably has gout and uh, our friend emailed us to tell us that um, 
that's uh, by eating cake and candy and mm, it's by it's by drinking a lot of alcohol and eating red meat did you that's read right, yeah. the email i did read the email <laughs> and did you just respond to the email basically we've got a friend that monitors our podcast for like medical inaccuracies um well yeah no and she texts me and i had to point out that it was you that said it and yeah um if she wanted to get in touch then she should send the fucking email and stop yeah. bothering me. She has my number, but that's just not... <laughs> it was very funny, though. It was formal, is what it was. I felt properly, it was, no, properly it was told less, off. It, was, it wasn't very formal, actually. You sent quite a very nice little professional formal email back. And well, she I went, did, you know. Hello, Elsie. That not real. Well, you know, when people are complaining, and I found this in customer service work, that often people come in looking for an argument. I'm not going to give it to them. You know what I mean? She was looking for conflict, and I wasn't going to rise to it. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to give it to her either. I just redirected the conflict to you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. This reminds me of the three little pigs. The first little pig built a house of straw With a chimney, a window and a little red door A hungry wolf came prowling through the town Up and up and he blew the house down Help, help, the wolf wants to eat me the And the other episode that I want to talk about um, is called Useful Holes so there's an episode called Holes in the Ground. That sounds like it could be an adult one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's an episode called Holes in the Ground. There's another episode called Useful Holes. Useful Holes. <laughs> like, there aren't that like many... Keyhole. Like, there's maybe, I don't know, like... Like a... Um... 80 episodes altogether. Maybe, like, less than that, probably. They could have done anything, and they choose to waste two episodes on holes. <laughs> So yeah, it's all about useful like holes. Like windows. Like, yeah, like windows, yeah. Sometimes you'll find us high in a tree. Look close at the ground and what do you see? You need us for letters to let water flow. Cats and dogs use us when they come and go. What are we? We're useful holes. So it starts off with um, them watching a little mouse hole in their house, seeing if a mouse is going to come out of it. That's then, not very useful, actually. It's not. That... Get a high-frequency emitter. Right, yeah. Or peppermint oil. Shall I tell my mouse story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. This episode really isn't about anything, is it? Well, I'm... I only had about half an hour of actual content about this show, so I'm grateful for our tangents. So, I spent about a week at my boyfriend's house and I had a cold when I arrived and my cold was kind of l- leaving my body towards the, towards the end of the week. Good. And I realised that I could <clears throat> smell something strange in his room. And um, it was kind of like a sort of like sweet smell but it wasn't like very pleasant 
and I decided that, like, on my lunch break, I was gonna um, take all the rubbish out, like, because there was a you know, there was a bag of rubbish in there, and I thought I very well could have put a sandwich in there and it could have gone off. That could be what it is. Um, so I did. I, I dealt with that. The smell was still there. I wonder where this is going. <laughs> when she said, "Let me tell my mouse story." Oh, oh, I hoped you weren't going to put that in. Oh, <laughs> I, ho- I hoped she were just going to. Like... Um. So I took the rubbish out. I smell was still there. I thought I'll. Um. It'll, it'll probably be because my boyfriend plays football, so it's probably football kill or something in the laundry. He can deal with that. Um. My boyfriend had gone to tunisia the week before and when he goes away unplugs all the electronics in his room all of the electronics in his room include a high frequency emitter because he lives in an old farmhouse prone to mice and the next day he sent me a picture of a mouse a decayed mouse in a mouse trap and said do you think this is what the smell could have been now Yes, that is what mm. the smell was. I'd been smelling decayed, gone off mouse. Gone off mouse. mouse. Past its best mouse. That must have been in that trap for about 10 to 14 days. Jesus before Christ. Before he found it. And here's the thing, is that the, you couldn't tell by looking at the trap that the mouse was in there. I'd looked and I couldn't yeah. see it. And the trap was about a metre and a half from my face when I on my side of the bed which is why i was smelling it so much and to this day i cannot get over the fact that for for literally a week mm-hmm. i was breathing in dead mouse particles yeah and he let you and he let me yeah mm-hmm. and the thing about this is that his house is home to about 30 fucking cats yeah so what a waste yeah of a, of 30 cats what's the point what's the point what's the point if the mouse is just gonna Anyway, die there anyway. This is, the, the lesson here is you can turn You're off... You're better a, off single. You can turn... Yes. <laughs> Dump him. <laughs> now chop his dick off. off all your electronics, but do not turn off the high-frequency emitter. Or the fridge. It's not going to cause a fire. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Shh, baby. Hello, my dears. There are mice living in that hole in the wall. One of them might come out if we keep really quiet. A little mouse lived in a hole in the wall, which wasn't too big and wasn't too small. Just roomy enough for his father and mother, his uncle, his aunt, his sister and brother, and Grandma and Grandad, the oldest of all. A family of mice in the hole in the wall. Useful holes. Plug sockets. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, plug (laughs) sockets, yes. (laughs) My point is, mouse holes are not useful. They're a nuisance. Oh, very good. Thanks. Nice segue. Nice. We came we came full circle. We did. Well, most of the episode is about holes that animals live in. But then at the end of the episode, they talk about um, other useful holes, like a dog flap. 
Or a cat and, flap. Well, yes, and a cat flap, but there isn't a cat in the show. A dog flap's not real. It's not really a thing. It's not a, it's not a thing. It's not a, it's um, not, not a thing. Yeah. Else. So they go out. Like a buttonhole. A buttonhole. Also useful, yes. Why are you smiling at me? <laughs> you did a good job. You did, oh, you did do oh, a, did good, a job. good job. You did. A buttonhole is really useful. <laughs> it is. Very, very good. Gold star. So they talk oh my oh my god. They are talking about they're teaching us about useful holes. We go out to the forest, we spot a bunch of animals that live in holes, so they're useful, right? We go home. She's telling us about the dog flap and why that's useful. And she tells a story about um, something that happened the day that she put in the dog flap and why it's so useful. So we flash back and it's like a live action. This is what happened. So what Auntie Mabel did is she chopped up some potatoes and she said, that should be enough for our supper, which suggests that Pippin was also going to eat Potatoes. Potatoes. She puts them in a chip pan. Right. Um, she goes into her, like, larder area and the door locks behind her. Auntie Mabel calls the fire brigade. <laughs> yeah. The door locks behind her. She's locked in and the chip pan's on. So Pippin, like, runs out to get help, basically. Yeah. And, it, and the, the pan real, is getting. In, in real life, the house dead. burns down. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a proper Timmy's down the well kind of situation. You never ever leave a chip pan unattended. You never. Well, no, it was attended. She could see through the door. She could no, see it's the not attended. <laughs> <laughs> it's not attended. You can't attend it. It's like not she knew what was happening. She just couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> I've seen my mum set fire to at least two chip pans. <laughs> I don't think my family has ever owned a chip pan. It's not. It's not. Anything could be a chip pan if you fill it with enough oil else. I thought you were going to say chips. <laughs> she wants to set fire to the oven. That's really impressive. Because she closed the grill while it was on. That's an achievement. bacon. Right. Yep. <laughs> Is that why your family doesn't eat bacon anymore? Or uh, one of the reasons? Yeah. Or so? Well, uh, the fire is raging and tipping the dog leaves through the dog flap, barks at... Uh, so the fire brigade is like round the corner in this world and they also know Pippin's name. They're like, what is it, boy? I mean, girl. Oh my <laughs> God, the patriarchy has me in a chokehold. <laughs> Dog what, boy, What is it, Pippin? Girl. Auntie Mabel's in trouble. So they go around to her house. The kitchen is now uh, engulfed in flames. And this is like supposed to be... For kids. A really like calming show and it's it's not a, a, a message about not leaving chip pans on which is what you usually hear before chip pans went out of fashion it was make sure you've got enough useful holes in your house we don't need chip pans anymore because we've got air fryers now dear the door's stuck Pippin I can't get out the chip pan. It'll catch fire if I don't do something. Pippin, go get help. If Pippin hadn't been able to get out, I don't know 
what I would have done. I'm really glad that we managed to drag this out to uh, an hour. Oh, are we... Is this it? Well, I don't really have anything else to say about Come Outside, other than it's... uh, We usually do a little review, don't we? Like, bad reviews. I can't imagine there are any bad reviews. There aren't. It's it's a beloved show. Everyone loved it, including my mum and dad. Yeah, we watched it in school, actually. Like, it was a wet playtime kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, what's bad to say? Yeah, we also a watched... A tight 14 minutes. It is a tight 14... <laughs> Have you been watching it? No, I just looked on the Wikipedia just uh, now. Oh, <laughs> okay, right. I was going to say, that is some specific knowledge. <laughs> 40 I... episodes, English. Oh, only 40? Yeah. And two were about holes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Come on. The, t- the episode entitled Bricks won the Royal Television Society Educational Television Award 1997 in the preschool and infants category. Bricks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what it says. Honor- awards and honours. The Bricks episode? Yeah, the episode entitled Bricks. Where Pippin almost dies. In a quarry. Yes. Okay, so I guess the episode that stuck with me the longest was... Uh, the one that won uh, yeah. an award. It must have been good. So maybe I should watch the others and see if they're, you know, up to scratch. <laughs> to to make it appear that Aunt Mabel has had visited the Orange Grove, she was recorded in a studio against a chroma key background while a body door was used for reverse angle shots of her in Spain. Yes, because it, we were really, really <laughs> fooled into thinking that she was there. I remember the episode. It was about marmalade. Yeah. Mammaled. Mammaled. <laughs> as, we, ep- as, we, as we call it in, in our this house. house. <laughs> the episode entitled Mammaled. Mammaled Sammage. Mammaled Sammage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you keep under your hat in case of emergencies? A mammaled sandwich. Mammaled sandwich, yeah. I really don't think I have anything more to say about this show because it was just a nice little show. Like it was educational, it was relaxing, lovely music. Lovely dog, lovely presenter. I don't have any more. I'm sorry. I would love to be able to give you some bad comments from Common Sense Media, like like we usually I do. I think it but... would actually really bum me out to hear people dunk on. Our yeah, people. so I'm glad there are no. There's nothing Common to Sense dislike. Media negative reviews yeah. about come outside. There's nothing to dislike until we make our reboot. Yeah, but like the adult version. Yeah, exactly. Ah, we should pitch that. If anyone, <laughs> or we've just given away a really, yeah, really I know, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> if we say the word start, copyright, does that just cover everything? Tagging production companies on Twitter and stuff, and hope that look, we've got <laughs> yeah. a really good idea. Just listen to this entire episode for the pitch. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. We've got loads of episode ideas. They love it when you send them emails we like that. Get a load of British comedy actors to be in. Do you know what it's like a little bit like, actually? You know, um, look around you. Yes, it's like it's it's a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you have listener. I don't know if you know Look Around You, but it's like not a very well known comedy show, but it has like lots of really famous comedy actors in it. Yeah, like, it was like two series. Um, what's her name? Coleman is in it. Olivia. Olivia Coleman is in it. Yeah. Um. And it's like educational videos, but like funny. I, there's no way to describe it, but it's like a similar. So has, does it have Peter Serafinovich yeah, in it? Peter yeah, Peter Serafinovich is in it. Um, 
it's kind of similar to come outside but like like a similar vibe it's educational but like not really <laughs> not not really no <laughs> like fake educational Fedducational. Fedducational. Mm-hmm. How do we end this one? Um, we could do um, only connect style. Sing the theme song. Aunt Mabel no. does jury duty. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Auntie Mabel. Yes. We've got some bricks for you. Oh, thank you. And uh, something else that's yours, I think. Really. What's that? Pippin! Thank you for listening. Thank, thanks. I'm still think, trying to think of others. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can think of any others, just tweet us. Or message us on Instagram or... I don't know. We should... Is there any other social media that actually people use? Aunt Mabel identifies a dead body. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, this could run for years. I think so. This could run for years, yeah. I'd love to create this show. Could someone... Yeah, we could get sort, more than 40 episodes out of it as someone well. someone sort that for me? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and thanks yeah, for listening. Yeah, they have to be a tight 14 minutes. Hi, thank you. Sorry. Sorry, Elsie. No, no, no. Oh, no, I was just thinking. I was just having oh, a think. okay. Um, you, were, you were side-eyeing me like no, I'd no, done no, something no. wrong. Um, you've never... How oh. could you? Look at your face. Oh, That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening everyone thank you it's been another successful week i don't really again like last week i don't really think we talked about the, about the actual tv show all that much what did we talk about you can tweet us or follow us on twitter do whatever you like to us on twitter no, actually. actually they don't they um you have to follow now what um elon said that Interesting. So if you want to tweet at someone, you have to be following them? No, if you want to think about them. If you listen oh, to the podcast. Oh, you're doing a bit. <laughs> oh, oh, I get you. Actually, to be honest, you might have to follow someone to tweet at them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going um, on with that you, you have to follow us now, because that's it the rules. It doesn't even seem like a reputable thing to suggest people follow us on anymore, does it? it doesn't, no, it, it doesn't. It sounds very unserious to say follow us on Twitter. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes that, that thing <laughs> being on twitter is now considered unsavory yeah yes um but we are there we and are there. we're thoughts underscore underscore tv and instagram which again um i don't know why you'd want to be part of that culture but we are again we are yeah and we're thoughts tv with a zero instead of an o yeah and i hate having to point that out every week but um that's just the way it has you to need be to find the actual accountant and sort of like beg them for yeah i know like send bribes oh we're also on the gmail oh the old gmail yeah thoughts tv Sorry, 2002 yawning, yeah let's just Shut go up. we're done we're done here now i, I need to get up yeah mate. Like, thanks for listening yeah cheers bye bye